You are now listening to The Ideal Mentality, a podcast on therapy, battle rap, and everything in between. Hey, yo. So, as part of the mental health series that I am doing with guests, I am very happy and, and very uh, grateful to have the guests that we have today. I'll share a little bit about how I know him before I introduce him. But we used to be on the team for running Desert Heat together uh, back in the day, as three, four years ago. Um, but uh, today's guest is a uh, good friend, Julian. What's going on, Julian? What's going on, man? Anthony Ideal, battle rapper, therapist, all around nice guy, man. What's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. I, I appreciate you reaching out um man how how long has it been since them good old desert heat days shoot man uh i don't know was that 2016 2017 it was huh so like yeah. you you had uh joined on and, and was a big part of a lot of our visual media and did some excellent work with the the ciphers i think that if we were to bring up some of the the ciphers that you had filmed still today with you, like it, people people will still remember those for like the quality that you brought to them. It was it was good times. Like what what was your experience looking back at that? Yeah, man, just you know, that was kind of a launching point for everything that I've done up to this point in my life. You know, it was just uh, one of those things that you know, and I was just trying to honestly at the time promote my own music, and I was like, "Shit, like these guys want me to come on the team," you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This blog, it's like, all right, I'm gonna jump on with these guys and just start slipping my own shit in there, you know? What yeah. I mean? and, uh, and so now I was like, and you know, it turns out we end up hanging out every weekend, pretty much, and uh, for over a year, and you know, we all became really good friends, hanging out at D's house or. I think that's where we did most for him. Yeah, uh, he held yeah. it down for the meeting spot. Absolutely. Well, her cool dogs and whatnot. But uh, yeah, from there, man, you know, just all uh, everything that we did from in Desert Heat and uh, music at that point, just like I said, launched everything else that was going on in my life at the time. So I was glad to be a part of it. Yeah, and it, it uh, for me, I think it, it consumed, consumed is a strong word. Oh, but, like, it truck. really did. Like I really immersed myself into it. I, I don't know if you remember if that's like from your perspective or that was your experience as well. But like we were, you know, going to uh, El Paso, going to Albuquerque, yeah. we were spending tons of time trying to figure out like the, the website and like there was, there was just a lot of processes to it. And it was, it was just super cool to be able to uh, share that experience with you. And I'm definitely grateful for what you, you brought to the team. Absolutely, man. Like you said, we were traveling everywhere and just keeping up that amount of content every week is pretty for exhausting. Sure. For That's sure. A, that was exhausting. You know what I mean? Even if it was just, you know, featuring a blog this week or, you know, editing a video on time to get it out next week, it was super exhausting, especially because we weren't getting paid. And this was a, pa a passion project for all four of us. Shout out Gabe Barrio, man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we, I, it, it reached levels. I didn't think it would. It, it, got a, a statewide uh, reputation around it. I think we set the tone for a lot of media, hip hop media that came afterwards. And we were able to help out a lot of others who were doing similar things. So um, fast forward till now, like I'm, I'm doing this podcast, you reached out, tell me and tell our listeners a little bit about what inspired you to reach out to, to jump on for this podcast. Yeah, man. Well, just, uh, you know, just taking it all the way back. Uh, my name is Julian Nunez or shit. You can even call me by my stage name. I got I'm trying to come back in this music game too, just JD two times. A lot of people may know, but, uh, yeah. you know, just, uh, really, man, uh, I've always needed kind of outlets like this and what I do to kind of express myself. And, uh, it's really, just part of who I am and what I want to do in my life and what I am doing with my life, I guess you could say. And, just a little bit of background about me, you know, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a writer, I'm a musician, I'm a marketing person, marketing guru, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and, you know, lately I just been trying to kind of find, you know, I've been in a place where I've been super comfortable, you know what I mean? And that's like the most dangerous place to ever be in, uh, to be in a comfy spot. And, you know, thinking to myself, like, 
you know, who are you really? Who do you want to be really? You know, right now, you know, you're 30, 30 and some change. It's time to make a decision that like, you got, you got to be the person you want to be for the rest of your life. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to start doing, doing what I want to do. And, you know, so I reached out to you, you know, you saw the cool podcasting and you do it. Like I never been on podcast before. I know, I know we tried doing our own podcast before, but it was just back in desert. Heat, but it was yeah. Home. Yeah. And, uh, so I think, I think it's, it's awesome that like at this point with where you're at, because you, you have some reflections to bring along with you. And I know back then I had seen what you were capable of in regards to like ciphers and videos and your work ethic and your dedication. And so I'm curious now in regards to your journey, because I, I know that was part of what we had wanted to share today, your journey from back then, you, start, you said it was like the, the beginnings and how you get to where you are now. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch you a little bit on the spot, although you're doing it a little bit yourself with the, the background filter you got going on. But like you've, you've made some moves that I, I'm, I think it's really dope and has shed some light on, on your filmmaking in a big way. So you, you, have, you have your beginnings, you have where you're at now. Paint the picture of how we, we bridge that. For sure, yeah. So, you know, thinking back, you know, at 2014, 2015, fresh out of college, you know, film school, you know, yeah, the, the options were, you know, be a teacher. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, or end up working at the call center job that I've been at since, you know, starting college. And, you know, it was, I was just there one day, really. And I was like, fuck, is this it? Is this, this my life right here? Do I, you know, be a teacher? Ain't nothing wrong with being a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's you, that's you, you know? And if you love being an educator, we need people like that. But if my heart wasn't in it, then I'd be doing everyone else a disservice by, by, doing that you know what i'm saying yeah so um so you know honestly where my whole journey started was craigslist man you know i was i got my start really into kind of the business of things uh and it was real estate and i started doing marketing for real estate and and i'm talking about this because a huge part of where where I evolved into came from learning kind of the business of things. Cause before, like I said, we were doing our thing and uh, you know, we were just doing it non, you know, just very nonchalantly just for the culture. Kind of, yeah. For the culture. Exactly. Just putting it out there <laughs> for the culture. Yeah. man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, when I got into the business thing, real estate, so, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta be on it. And I learned a lot about marketing and uh, what I realized, you know, when I was doing my music and stuff, and I not only been doing music for myself, but uh, kind of for my, my brother and my cousin who were in a pretty successful country band. And, uh, and I was just putting like, all these little pieces together. And I was just missing that one little piece that I picked up in business in real estate. And I was like, the keys to know how to market yourself, how, how to tell a story. And at the end of the day, just do doing things, just getting things done. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where it all started right there. And uh, you know, you were talking about my film a little bit earlier, and you know, my film that I lose, you can check it out, facebook.com slash lose film or Instagram lose film. Um, you know, it's a story that I wrote honestly about three years ago at the same time that we were doing Desert Heat. I, I wrote that's it crazy. around the same time, man. But I never really kind of made made actions on it and really uh I was telling myself that, you know, it's because you don't got the money to do it. It's because you don't got the time to do it. But, you know, to me, it was just because I wasn't taking actions on things that I wanted to do. And, and that was, you know, when I got into, into business, into real estate, I just realized, you know, there's no perfect time to do any of this stuff. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, that was kind of the start of it all there. And, 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 you know, I'd already been doing things, you know, like where we're doing desert heat. I was doing the ciphers before and it was all just a platform to promote myself, to promote my music. And, um, 
And it all just kind of started snowballing from there. That's why, like we were talking about earlier, it was really all a journey. And Desert Heat was definitely, and meeting you guys was definitely pivotal in, in, in all of this what's going on in my life right now. Yeah, and you have been able to convert, you know, some of these ambitions and goals into tangible results on a impressive level. What would you say? So you you had talked about like some of the barriers you were, I guess, self-imposing, whether it was don't have enough money, don't have enough time. What uh what other things would you say at that time were uh barriers that you were seeing or putting up for yourself that got in the way? You know what I'd say the biggest thing was uh not having the confidence in myself or to say, yeah, this is good enough. Let's, let's make this happen. You know, um, like we talked about the whole reason we're even touching on today is my philosophy or my mentality of, of making imperfect actions. Um, just getting off the couch, flicking off Netflix for a little while or putting down your phone, putting the gram away, you know, to, to focus in, in yourself enough, long enough to say, look, this is what I want to do. Write down the steps that you need to do it and just start writing, taking things off that list to move towards your steps of what you need to do. And, you know, there's a whole, we could go on for hours and hours of, of, you know, the things that I've done, but honestly, it's just taking that first step, just like people say when you're working out, you know what I mean? The first day is always the hardest, you know, and yeah. that's that's true in, in, in anything, you know, you know, just take the first step to uh, take the first action to what you really want to do. And and I, it, I felt like it took me took me quite a while to figure it out. You know what I mean? I was already 28, 29. And and some people would call that young. But, you know, I was like, shit. People are around me already got like two kids and whatnot. You know, they already they already got a mortgage and they're living their whole life. And then I'm over here working at a call center still. You know, I was like, what, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. So it's spurred to action. You know, what I really liked about what we were talking about before we jumped onto the actual podcast was how you have started approaching i am having a mind fart right now bro i'm not even going to try and hide this as i started talking like the thought dissolved but it was tied to how the the timing of things and how like i oh good is good enough that's where i was going with this everybody i i knew it from the start so good is good enough like striving for perfection you had used the baseball analogy of like getting the singles or the doubles versus aiming for like out of the park every time. And I literally just had a therapy session today where my therapist is telling me like, you have too much pressure on yourself, Anthony, like chill out with that. Like you, you're doing a lot of things on a high level, but that pressure has a, uh, what's the, the term for it? Like a point of regression, it gets to a certain point and then your results start to decline because there's too much pressure on you. And yeah. I'm curious, and it's my my own selfish reasons, what helped you to break that barrier? And what, what steps did you take to break that barrier for yourself? You know, I, I'd say there, there's a couple things that really inspired me to, to do that and break that barrier. First thing, man, was hip hop, you know, hip hop rap, that hustler mentality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I growing up, I didn't listen to a lot of hip hop or a lot of rap. And, uh, I, you know, it was kind of weird how I evolved into that. But then growing up, uh, you know, and when I'm talking about growing up, I'm talking about in college already when I really started exploring hip hop and rap. And I started doing it myself because I was in a band at the time. And, you know, in order to make music in a band, you're depending on, you know, your bandmates, you know, a guy got to play guitar and I got to sing. I got, guy got yeah. to play drums. And our band was really not going anywhere. And I was like, I was like, God damn it, you know, if I didn't have them, I could do so much more. And I started listening to a lot of hip hop at the time. Uh, and it's going to come out and say, you know, I was listening to Yellow Wolf, man, one, one of the first, you know, true like hip hop rap artists, whatever you want to call them, that I started listening to. Him. I was like, this dude, like, you know, he does it all himself. Why can't I do that? 
And so yeah. I started exploring hip hop and rap and I, and I felt like that empowered me, you know, to have that hustler mentality, have that go-getter attitude where nothing's going to get in my way. I'm going to do it. Fuck the world. And uh, I'm just going to take steps to make myself, you know, a, a better person. And I applied that to music and it still, it took me some time to start applying that to my life as well. Uh, but I would have to say that that was the beginning of it right there. This hip hip hop, that self-empowerment that, that it gave me. And so it just spilled over eventually into yeah. other areas that could use that motivation, could use that drive. Um, what was the uh, next area in your life that maybe you saw it affecting or what was the next big evolution for you? Even to say that there was one, it may have been a progressive oh, one. Sure. I don't know. You tell me. No, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, after, you know, doing music, I, I, I did that for quite a while and not just for myself. Uh, you know, I was working with my cousin, my brother, because of that a really successful country band and I was kind of managing them, producing them at the same time. And, uh, that fell apart and I was just at a place in my career where I really didn't have one, you know, like I, I keep saying call centers and, um, and I was like, you know what, I need to make some happen. I, I need some chips, you know what I mean? Cause I, uh, pockets were empty, man, you know? And I was like, yeah. you know, unfortunately it's just a fact of life. You don't got the cash and, uh, it's going to hurt you a little bit. I'm not saying I'm super wealthy dude or anything, but you know, uh, I can't do my passion projects if I can't fund them myself. Cause no one's going to, no one's going to hand you the money to do the things that you like to do. You yeah. got to do it yourself. So that hustler mentality bled into kind of uh, my business. And I, I opened up my own business, Line of Media LLC. And I started getting into real estate, just kind of like producing videos, doing marketing, just learning marketing. And um, that's when I was living in Cruces. And in uh, 2017, late 2017, I moved up here to Albuquerque. It's uh I just looked up here and it was like a city of gold, man. I was like, what, what are people doing up there? You know, like yeah. there's so much opportunity up here compared to Cruces at the time, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. much Cruces is growing at this point, but there was just so much opportunity up here. I was like, I'm going to go up there. And in a couple of years, I, you know, I know all the in and outs of the city and I, I don't want to say I, I took over the city per se, but you know, I've made, <laughs> I've talk made your shit, pretty, Julian, yeah, talk your I, shit. I, I'm just saying I, I've, I've made a pretty comfortable life for myself up here. And that's what led, you know, that was also part of the evolution. You know, I come up here, I make a little bit of money and I'm living a comfortable life. You know, I've got a house on the hills or whatever. And, uh, and I'm like, well, you know, one, one of my other inspirations was one of my buddies, uh, Julian Alexander, that guy, he's always going, I don't know, you're familiar with yep, Julian, right? Yep. He just, that dude, he, I don't know how, what he does, man, but he like must never sleep because he's always doing shit. And uh, he's huge, huge inspiration for me. seeing him doing his films and, uh, you know, doing it overseas, doing it in Spain and the UK, man, it was just everywhere. So I was like, man, I need to... Uh, I need, I need to do something. And uh, I had this film that I written at the time, the political environment the world was in. Um, I was like, this is kind of perfect for right now. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I had, I had the chips to, to invest into this movie and I wasn't dependent on anyone else, even though I did team up with some great guys that have all passed Alfonso Loya and Tony Marcus from Incadence Films. They're a great team of guys. And we grew up, you know, me and Alfonso grew up together in Columbus and uh, New Mexico, where I'm from. And we kind of went to film school over a lot for a year together there. But um, I actually, I, 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 uh, I passed down my job at the time I was working for Las Cruces Magazine in real estate down there in Cruces. And I, and I like, hey, man, we, he was like, taking over the job I was going to do. I was doing basically. And I was like, dude, I got this film. I was like, and I told him about it, you know, and then I, I moved to Albuquerque and we forget about it. And then uh, one day out of the blue, I shoot him a text. I was like, yo, man, I got this idea for a film. Let's do it. And uh, and so we did it. And we just, it took us three, three 12 hour days of filming in El Paso and Cruces. And it was pretty brutal, definitely pretty brutal. Just, but I'd never felt so alive or so motivated in my life, you know, and I was running on like zero sleep for those three days, but uh, it was just, it was super just mo motivating to, to do it. Empowering, right? Like, absolutely. I, I know 
while like our our desert heat meetings were very formal in nature sometimes like we were focused on business and we were able to bullshit every now and then like being able to just be part of something bigger than ourselves i don't know if you get the same if that plays a part into how you felt about being so alive but me playing a part in something bigger than myself gives me that feeling how how did that play into your i guess into your vision and, and your experience at the time yeah, like being, you know, and it's just kind of what I want to talk about too is nothing's perfect, no one's perfect, but surrounding yourself with the right people, knowing the right people is always going to help you. I couldn't do anything that I do alone. It's just uh, anyone who says I can do it all by myself, all they're going to do is just exhaust themselves and it's going to depreciate what they're doing. You need a good team around you, man. And we had a good team around us at the time, for sure. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know what what I don't know what what happened to us. I think we just kind of got burned out by the amount of content that we had to crank out. It was just kind of a lot. Yeah. But, so but you're, you're saying you're, what you're saying here is life isn't a Kevin Gates meme, where it's no, like sure, like where it shows him like in a like a thoughtful pose, and it's like <laughs> I can't trust no one. I got to do it all myself, kind of mentality because like you're right like without um your uh involvement like there was no visual aspect to it to to share in, in the visual media age like that's useless like d and and her writing gabe and and his writing like and I, you and your leadership man you were like driving that shit bro like we were like without you we would have just been little pieces flying in the wind and you would like we would set things on task, put things into motion, that shit would just, would make shit happen. And that was, that was what was awesome about that. And of course, everyone recognized that, you know, the whole scene and in the three major cities in, in the entire Southwest, which El Paso, Cruces, Albuquerque, we had, we have, and still have recognition in all three cities. Like people sure. know who you are, you know, so. For sure. It, it it it's you know it's it feels good to be acknowledged for the work that you're doing now to tie that back around to de la luz and your like the time whenever you were filming it like does has that feeling worn off because it's just like a domino effect it seems like since then for you where it's like you you talk about um julian alexander and i've seen him at like these different like film festivals and now look at you like flexing with uh with the film film i can't even talk bro film festival acknowledgement like like what how how have you what what steps have you taken to maintain that drive maintain that ambition um in the meantime yeah man um so there's a lot of things like the, the film is still full steam ahead you know even though to me the film is already a year old um because you know we filmed it mid 2019 and um so you know to me the film's already a year old but it hasn't been released publicly yet so we're barely have barely been in four festivals at this point um we won the el paso uh film festival for uh best uh short film uh, we, we, you know, we're in a festival in Houston. We just got accepted to the Las Cruces International Film Festival. And there's another festival. I, I, I don't want to say it because it's kind of a spoiler. I don't know if you look behind me, like, ah, there's something behind me. It's a little kind of a spoiler. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll shoot you a link after, after the right. meeting and you can check it out. And, That's uh, exclusive to me, people. You have to wait. Absolutely. You have to wait for your stuff to come out. Everyone else, catch that shit in a film festival eight bucks usually or free depends on the film festival but it'll be coming up here in las cruces but yeah man so what keep me busy is uh it's still ongoing is at this point i have like maybe 15 other festivals that i gotta be in but at this point like i'm in neutral you know all, all i do is tune into zoom mixers because that's life these days you know what i mean yeah. and i'm talking to people networking you know when i could have been doing it in person um doing news interviews news articles and whatnot and, and that keeps me motivated. But like I said, I feel like I'm in neutral already. So 
I'm still doing these things, but at the same time, I'm working on a couple other projects and uh, that I'm writing. Um, one's a documentary about cockfighting, rooster fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, you know, growing up, I used to see a lot of that shit uh, back in Mexico and in, in Colombia. It's, it's illegal now, but I'm going to probably go down to Mexico and, and uh, you know, do a documentary about that. And Nelly fire. Yeah, dude, it's going to be super cool. And um, and I just want to, you know, I'm I'm getting back to the music game, dude. I got I got some stuff that I've been sitting on for a while that, uh, you know, I, I'm still my I'm still my own worst enemy, man. Uh, I don't have the best voice, and uh, but I, I'm putting my new philosophy to it. I say, you know what, Julian, you just got to put it out there. So, I got an album called uh, Too Many Hashtags that I'm fixing to put out soon, and each song is based off a popular hashtag. Um, hashtag me hashtag uh, outfit of the day hashtag you know mm, gotcha. uh, you know just a bunch of different yeah, things yeah. and it's kind of a concept album and it'll, it'll be uh it'll kind of be you know just about what i've been doing and kind of the same topics that we're covering here today but you know express musically and uh, i've been just dying to do this album and uh uh, I'm actually going to be shooting a video for it this weekend. So you guys should be seeing some of that stuff coming out soon too. Dope, dope. Um, what affects your motivation these days? Like what are, what are, what's a monkey on your back that like you, you still have to like kind of punch in the face every now and then to remind them who's boss and like, like not get in your way. <laughs> Assuming that there is one, I don't know. Maybe, you, maybe you've overcome. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy, man. Uh, you know, there's some days, like like you said, I, I'm just doing, you know, I do, I feel like I do too much and I spread myself too thin because I, I have I have my nine to five gig where, um, you know, I do real estate, real estate marketing. And then I got the film on the side and then I have, uh, it was, the film is a full-time job in itself, keeping it up producing content, making content for it. And then I got a side business, it's my marketing agency that I have. And so I manage other people's social medias, websites and marketing campaigns for like four big companies here in Albuquerque. And then I'm also, uh, I got my business partner in a brewery here in Albuquerque, a couple of breweries actually. So uh, I'm brewing beer <laughs> and I'm brewing ciders, salsers and, and keeping up the business. And, on that so sometimes i'm like i need to make myself less available <laughs> to yeah. people because I, I get home like nine or ten o'clock and i feel you know just like all right i'm gonna go do music now it's like nine or ten o'clock at yeah. night and yeah. my wife just looks at me like come to bed dude like what, what are you doing i'm like i gotta hustle hard or it's not gonna happen you know yeah but at the same time it's like i need to give myself a break because I don't want to, I don't want to work myself to death, man. So uh, I, I think doing less, because right now, like I said, I, I'm comfortable and I should probably, it would be okay to do less of some other things in my life so I can pick up on the things that are really important to me and the person who I really want to be. Where do you think that comes from as far as, not allowing yourself to be comfortable. I'm getting in my therapist bag a little bit here. I told you this was going to happen. You've had a yeah. little bit. You've been coasting a little bit. I'm going to put. It. I'm going to press some buns here. Drumming. Where Where do you feel that coming from at this point? Like that, like you're comfortable, but your actions aren't comfortable just yet. They're not reflecting that comfort level of where of how far you've gotten. You know, I'd have to blame it. You know, and it seems like a cliche these days. Oh, to blame the social media, man. You know what I mean? But uh just seeing the people around you and and i know it's all perception all that social media shit you know like people don't post you know their every day you know they just post like the big moments in their life yeah, and yeah my page too like, i don't I, i'm not telling you when i wake up in the morning to make coffee you know what i mean i'm like oh gotta send it to a new festival check it out you know what i mean like yeah then i won't post for like a week you know <laughs> and yeah. then, 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 then the same thing oh yeah you know this happened or this happened so uh, it, I think it's just that, you know, that drive seeing people around you and, and always, you know, I hate to say it, but uh, 
the the goal of success success these days unfortunately is we idolize you know people who are almost unreal and unattainable to to what uh what reality is and uh you know seeing these celebrities seeing these athletes and these people who are just at the pinnacle of, of what they do you know um and it's just hard to ever want to settle for less because you see that you know that's the pinnacle, you know what I mean? Where this person is, or Elon Musk, or you know, just a famous rapper or famous actor, director, writer, who doesn't matter. Like where I am to me is is not the pinnacle, you know. To me, I'm barely scratching the surface. And there's people on this earth, on this rock that's floating through space, there's people who are doing this on that level, you know, on a way higher level. And that's the pinnacle. And so that's where my target is, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know if that's a, if that's a crutch in my life or if that's, you know, motivation as some people call it to, to try to get to that. And why will, will I ever feel accomplished if I get there or was it just worth it to be trying to get there and, and reduce and the journey in between is, is what really matters. So I don't know, man, you tell me. I think it's like the line or the distinction between happy and satisfied, like satisfaction allows for a stopping point where happiness, some people may say like happiness is like a fleeting feeling. And so you're constantly trying to grab that rush again. Um, you know, like you described with Facebook and, and social media, that you're not going to see someone happy drinking their cup of coffee. Like, unless like you follow like mad old people. And I mean, but you know, like, sorry, like, I don't know who's listening, but sorry. Like, it's not their demographic. Anyway, man. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but I'm not because it's true. So, you know, like you don't, so we, I, we're similar aged, but Facebook came around hmm, 2005, 2006-ish. So we we're still kind of in that identity development kind of stage. So like, I feel bad for like people much younger than us because that, that shit's just all around. Like there's no way to avoid that kind of shaping who they become without some, some heavy interventions. And where I'm going with this is just, defining happiness and, and being able to ask ourselves, like, what is, what is the end goal of this at some point? Because there's, I, I wanted to like, Ju like Julian of 10 years ago, viewing you in this position now, you know, or viewing someone who's like, not you, but like someone who's doing what you're doing, maybe thinking like, damn, like, that's really dope. I wish I was on that level. Like your reference point for comparison, of course, is the successful people around you. But so you're someone else's reference point for success now. True. And I wonder if it's just that balance. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 an interesting take on that. Uh, even though Julian from ten years ago probably thought he was going to be a rock star at this point, you know what I mean. But uh, you know, but uh, yeah. reality, reality is reality. I'm still still working at it, so that's 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 a good way to put it, you know. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's 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 healthy. Um, well, I don't know if healthy is the right word. I think it's a. I think it's having goals and yeah, and be able to keep yourself busy chasing those goals. Um, as like you said, as long as you're happy and satisfied and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm content with where I'm at and I'm happy with what I'm doing. And it's been a great journey so far. And I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, taking actions to achieve these goals that I want to achieve. This is this to me, I feel is my first film. I've made a lot of films, you know what I mean? And I've, I've done a lot of music. Um, but I feel like this is like my first one that I have actually taken actual steps, actually actual steps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, it, you know, but I've actually, you know, made moves to 
make things happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm in these film festivals, I'm doing interviews for it. And so it feels like it's my debut film. So this is the storyline for me. So 100%, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep, you know, doing everything in my power to try to get to the next level. And for sure, I, I don't know if it's been a while since I've seen you and I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect this to like the idea of glowing up, but like you, you like glow and I don't know how it's gonna come across, but like, you're kind of like, it's just a different vibe to you in this conversation. And I, I, I do, I do get that feeling and I'm, I'm happy to see that. And I think that, you know, it's, it's certainly well-deserved at this point. I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. I do have a light on me right now, just so, you know, keep the skin smoothed out. But yeah, man, I feel better. I, I do. Like I used to be kind of a real bashful dude and, uh, you know, just not really confident in my ability. And I knew I can, I, I had, I had the abilities to, to make cool videos, to write good content, to, you know, produce great music. And, uh, but now it's like, I'm just owning it. I just want to own it. And I, I want to show the world, look, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to do it. If you don't like it, that's fine. You know what I mean? I'm just going to, it's going to be in your face and you're going to have to deal with it because it's going to be your problem, not mine. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Talk that shit again. Yeah. Um, have you had to work through anxiety or depression to get to this point? You know, I, I would have to say so, man. Um, more anxiety than depression and and um but you know seeing not just not just like in in my personal life um, with the family and stuff i had some family members who, who are going through some things and um to me it, it's hard to kind of express you know like just fucking get over it you know what i mean i'm trying to tell these people i understand it's not that simple and it's you know it's you just can't do that that you're not everyone is like me who's just going to be able to try to shrug it off and i'm not saying like i'm this powerful being like for sure i get bombed out and and you know and and think about you know is this really what my life is like i get nervous sometimes because my business world you know in the business world, a lot of people have me on Facebook and they're like clients of mine and stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to put out a, a song and I'm talking about I'm like fucking blowing through an ounce of weed and, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, and just doing like some things that I do when I'm not, you know, like at work and I'm like, what are these people going to think of me? Are they even going to listen to it? So I get like all nervous, like, oh, should I make another, another Facebook page just for, you know, Julian, the, the you know the businessman and then julian then jd two times a rapper and then julian the filmmaker and said so i'm like splitting my identity up and it's mm. like no why, why am i doing that you know fuck these people if, they, if they're not gonna if they're not gonna accept me for who i am i'm, I'm just gonna manage one facebook page and a, and just like conceptualizing that you know like saying so i hate that i'm saying that my facebook page is my personality but you know that's just kind of an analogy for it is that, you know, instead of splitting myself up into all these different people and, and having the anxiety of this is showing the world, this is who I really am. I'm just going to condense it down and just say, this is me, take it or leave it. No, that, that makes sense. And that, that um, splitting of the personalities really hit home because the way you introduced me, like battle rapper therapist, I, my first therapist job, I didn't, my coworkers didn't know that I rapped or whatever until my very last day. Yeah. And like, I just yeah. put that under wraps and they kind of looked at me like I was an alien. And, I mean, these were, uh, they my mom be listening, but they, they were, they were older. They were older than me, like on average. So like, yeah. it was like that. And then, um, like over time, like, that's why I really liked my, my job at, um, the, the juvenile detention center. So I was able to like battle rap patients and like, also like use that to like build some relationships with them and help them out with their stuff. Um, and with my job now, like I, my, my, my supervisor and my, the people that I, um, supervise, they, they know what I do and it's not like completely out there, but it's not also a secret either. And that I, that concept of 
breaking down the identity for the sake of people pleasing. Like that's, that's, that's something that hopefully like hits different with some people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because it's a, it's a powerful idea. And especially with social media, especially with the, the need to please people or social anxiety, like that, that can really get people caught up. And then you're, you're just, you're, it's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting and it, it puts a stop to your life. And going back to our, our, the whole theme of, of this podcast is, you know, you, you care too much about what they think and you're not taking actions that are going to make you happy. You're not being true to yourself and you're not doing the things that you really love and want to do. So you're just putting the brakes on your life for who? these strangers around you, you know what I mean? That you barely know, like you said, these people didn't know what, who you were, what you were doing and who you were yet, you know, you know, you stopping yourself from expressing yourself and being true to yourself. And uh, that's, that's huge, man. That's huge because uh, breaking down those barriers, once you do that, like, no one can stop you. I get a bunch of props at work too. Like people, oh man, you're a filmmaker. You do this, do that. And I'm like, you guys don't even know yet. Wait till this album drops. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And you know it, but it does take time to get there. You know, like it's, I think it's, I would say it's particularly more challenging for people like you and me who have to connect hip hop, which while it's the most popular music genre in the world, still stigmatized by a lot of people with being a professional to some degree and, mm. and reconciling those two parts of our identity and, and being able to do that in a way. And you had pointed this out uh, in, our, in our earlier meeting, but like just the, the coincidence, and I swear to God it's a coincidence of mm. me labeling my last podcast, Make Your Own Movie, and and the idea of taking control of like your narrative, but then ha like having this guest as a, and like when this is released, it probably won't be right after this last podcast, but if you're, you're a listener, then go back and listen to that. If you're not a listener, then what are you doing here? Just kidding. Anyways. So like, but like the coincidence between that, but overall, like the theme of just, you know, not not being multiple players in your own movie and, and taking control and moving forward and, and and identifying what your your dreams and your your goals are, which unfortunately in, in in my line of work, I've realized like a lot of us are conditioned to have other people's dreams and goals in mind or not be in touch with ourselves and, and what we want. How how early in life did you know you wanted to be a, a filmmaker? You know, um, first, we'll touch on the last episode, that, that description, bro, with Nick Cage, that's my dude, you know what I mean? He's, uh, so you need to ease up off Nick Cage, my guy, you know what I'm saying? Because he makes some great films. Second of all, second of all, uh, yeah, man, uh, it didn't even start with film, to be honest. Uh, it started with music, and that's kind of where my background started was, was music. First musical thing I ever did was um, playing an air band like in middle school, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, down in Deming, like I had an idea. I was like, I want to do music, but I was at that point I I didn't know any, any instruments. I didn't know how to sing or, or or write or rap or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I did an air band competition with me and a few of our friends, and and the feeling of like being on stage and performing, you know. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> so um, at, at a young age, like we, I don't we after after the air band, we really got into making music. So uh, I bought a guitar. You know, my buddy bought a drums, and my other buddy bought a bass guitar, and and we made some pretty terrible music for a uh, for, <laughs> for a few years there. You know, punk rock that was a big thing back in the day, man. And uh, you know, and and we made some punk rock, and we played a lot of shows, and you know, won a few talent shows in high school and whatnot, and and. Uh, when I went to college, you know, me and my brother were living together and, and we kept doing it. You know, we were playing shows up in Cruces, you know, uh, playing every venue that there was there, going to El Paso, playing, you know, punk rock there as well. And from there it evolved, you know, that's where it started evolving. It's like, well, 
you know, you can't just make music anymore. You got to have that visual, that visual, you know, that aspect in this social media game and, and marketing yourself. And, and part of Branding. what I do, yeah, is marketing. And that's huge in, in what I do in my life. And um, I learned it by, you know, playing music essentially and, and catering to crowds of, of punk rockers. And, and we started a country band, my dude. And, and honestly, in music, uh, I had seen little success in punk rock and, and all that stuff. And then, and then we hit me and my cousins and my brother, we hit the country scene and it, she just exploded. We hit heights that, you know, we never even dreamed about doing. And, and that's where I kind of started doing film. Cause from there uh, doing country, I, I wasn't in, in the actual band, but I was managing and producing kind of, and I got behind the camera. And then that's where I kind of fell in love with that, that part of it. And so my cousin, he's doing his own thing now, but, I kind of really started, you know, my journey in film through music by producing music videos, producing those ciphers. And, you know, I went, I ended up going to film school to kind of just hone my craft and, you know, just sharpen the blade. And, uh, and that's where I really got into writing. So I started writing stories and, I, and then I got to, you know, I wrote a few movies in film school where it's like, I didn't know what I wanted to do then. And, what inspired me to start writing stories like Bella Luz was I wanted to tell us, you know, stories of the disenfranchised, you know, the, you know, the stories that don't get, that don't get told. And, and I don't want to just tell the stories, but I want to put my own twist. I'm, I'm still an entertainer and I want to, I want to perform and I want to entertain people. So I add twists to the films. You see that little guy there? Like, yeah. So I had my own little twist to it all. And, uh, that's why I'm that's how I got here to start doing this and so yeah that's it's just been a really long journey but it started with you know playing air band in, in middle school and j just evolving from there level by level so I think the big takeaway is that you know things take time finding ourselves takes time finding what we're good at takes time and but it also it also like you've talked about um takes a little bit of initiative, like taking that first step. It takes, you know, finding some people who already are passionate about what you want to do, or at least passionate about what they do and seeing if it fits you. Um, and in regards to the branding, like we were joking earlier about how you are my, my test subject for this verse, this first Zoom podcast. And I'm like, damn, like I got to, I got to, well, once my, my logo comes in, you know, it's, that's on the way. Don't have that just yet when you're, this is being recorded, but like, I'm going to have my nice little logo behind me. Like this is yeah. a, a little lesson for me. I got to make sure my lineup's right. Like I'm yeah. looking, yeah. I'm looking borderline homeless out here. Julian got the fresh fade. Like Dude, I, I thought you were going to be recording this and I was like, shit, I got to fade it up, but I didn't have time to shave. So you see, I'm, I'm, I'm missing, I'm missing the thing there, man. But like, Not it's, <laughs> on the on the actual video on my screen like you're you're I'm, I'm minimized up here because like I'm not I'm not trying to be on video looking like this as I as I reflect on it but it's a it's a lesson for me like hmm how can I how can I improve the branding for this and and um you know I think back to the roots you know with Desert Heat like working with you on on the visual stuff and making sure things looked good like it it did shape how I've moved forward with, with this too. Cause it's like, I got to get right into um, logos. I got to get right into marketing certain things. So like, it's, uh, it's been a, a inspiration. You know what I mean? Inspiration mm -hmm. for sure on, on different levels. And I am glad that desert heat has played a, a role in whatever your journey has been and where it continues to go. And I also appreciate that you were willing to reach out and share some of your journey and, and, and hopefully like someone out there is able to relate to barriers that you've had and then also eventually relate to some success that you've had because like you, you've, you've made some big moves. Like I was thinking about the move from Las Cruces to Albuquerque. And then just some of the steps that you've taken have just have 
shown you to have the drive necessary to get where you need to be and you know where you're continuing to go absolutely man um I said it's it's been a journey and and uh, just building up on those little wins just taking actions uh getting that getting on a first base stealing second get to third base on that double and then just slide home and steal the plate man it's all about just keep making those moves keep taking actions while being true to yourself being happy being the person you want to be and uh just and just keep growing uh, find those people around you who are not going to be parasitic but a symbiotic relationship that are going to help you grow and and just keep just keep doing it um and that's you know set your goals talk your shit like you've been saying man get it yeah. done and 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 it's all it's all perspective these days um and what a good friend of mine said in a song that we did together was the thing about perception is we can bend it and uh all it takes is a little haircut and uh you know to line up to make it seem like i'm i'm, I'm a healthy dude you know what i mean but it's like i it's just the world isn't isn't what it seems and don't be scared to just to take to make those moves make yourself happy doing things that you want to do i hear you man take take that risk be be a little vulnerable and and put yourself out there and you know if uh you ever want to return talk a little bit more i i want to give you of course a chance to to plug a little bit more with uh de la luz um what would you like to share about that before we close out absolutely so i'll be hitting the area in new mexico las cruces international film festival in march i believe i don't have the date yet and i don't know if it's going to be in person i know that vaccine is going out right now but uh by march i think we'll still be on this social distancing scheme so it'll probably be available online to stream internationally so uh you can keep up more on the film at delaluzefilm.com and uh, follow our social media delaluzefilm or on facebook and instagram and just uh sign up to our newsletter you get uh the latest screenings when things are happening when it's gonna get streamed and uh it'll be around for the next year before it's, it's released publicly and you can probably catch it on amazon after that hey nice <laughs> nice so thank you very much for joining us and we will catch you again later sounds good man peace peace